You are now listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. This is episode number 11. Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. Welcome to the Lunch and Learn today. We are going to be talking about why getting your life together starts with getting your mental health in order. And as always, if you want today's show notes, please go to drpierresblog.com forward slash LLP 011. Again, if you want the show notes today, please go to drpierresblog.com forward slash LLP 011. Now, today's episode is an important one. I can tell you I do have some bias as my wife is actually a licensed mental health counselor working on her Ph.D. in family and marriage therapy. So mental health has definitely been something that I've had to incorporate in my practice and in my patient care on a daily basis. And I could tell you, honestly, it's made me a better physician for it. So today I'm going to be talking about troubling issues with mental health in this country. I'm going to be talking about some of the barriers of access to mental health care, who is affected, and a scary number, how many people commit suicide every year. And this episode is dedicated to Mental Health Awareness Month. So I wanted to make sure that, again, you know, that bias I talked about earlier uh, with my wife uh, being a mental health therapist in the, the family, that I definitely wanted to touch on mental health and give it its just due. So get ready for another great episode. Perfect opportunity to talk about uh, mental health. Of course, you know, I'm a big fan of the mental health and this is national, you know, mental, it's a mental health awareness month, I think was the full title. Um, so we're definitely excited uh, about talking about mental health, especially from the primary care aspect of it. Hey, Maria, thank you for joining. Sharonda, thank you for joining. Um, there's your 50 records. Oh, nice. This looks like uh, Facebook is telling me this is actually the 50th time I went and did a Facebook Live. So excited about that. Shout out to Dr. Dre um, for that. Because uh, like I said, if it wasn't him, I wouldn't do any Facebook Lives. So shout out to Dr. Dre for getting me to my 50th. Uh, but this is the 37th um, episode of The Lunch Alert. We're talking about mental health and we're talking about mental health, especially in the primary care. Um, obviously we're talking about mental health and the public health aspect of it and then just in general like why why do I feel personally um, mental health is you know an issue that we need to address um, quite fully uh, for one you know is we're not doing a good enough job you know that's just for the first part we're just not doing enough job taking care of it right in the first place right I am a primary care physician I think I see uh, patients with a lot of different issues uh, ranging from, you know, your common cold complaints, your common diabetes, hypertension, high cholesterol. But I see quite a number. Hey, Marie, thank you for joining. I see quite a number of people who are here. Um, I see quite a number of people who are here for uh, mental health issues, whether that be um, they're depressed, whether it be they're anxious, whether it be just stress in general. I'm just kind of piling along. Um, with because of life, just you know, life in general. So I see a lot of issues um, that kind of add on to it, and I think you know we we deal with diabetes, we deal with blood pressure, we talk about it all the time, we talk about stuff like cancer, we talk about all of these uh, diseases. Uh, but when we speak about mental health, uh, because it's not something we can you know 
can physically see or physically, you know, do like a blood test on to see, um, we, we, we put it to the wayside. And that's something that um, unfortunately has been uh, a detriment uh, to our care. And there's a lot of reasons why, um, you know, we don't get the mental health care that we get. Uh, <coughs> sorry, still, still dealing with this uh, uh, bronchitis. Um, for First and foremost, um, uh, you know, we don't make it a, a central issue, right? Like I said, you know, this month of May, you know, we're going to talk a lot about mental health awareness in general. You're going to see a lot of people talk about, what's up, Jose? Thank you for joining. Uh, you're going to see a lot of people talk about uh, mental health. But, you know, once May comes around, uh, you know, they're going to be done, right? Like, it's like, all right, we talked about mental health. We, we got all our graphics out the way. We got all our blog posts out the way. We did our videos. And then it's just going to be done, right? And then we're going to have to wait till next year to make mental health like a key issue. And just like most of the issues I talk about, it's probably something that we should be doing, you know, 12 months out the year. But unfortunately, because of, uh, you know, the way we do things, especially in medicine, you know, we're, we're so centrally focused, um, uh, mental health kind of gets pushed back on the wayside. Um, big thing, funding, right? Funding's a big issue too, right? Because again, it's it's difficult to take care of patients, uh, you know, who have mental health issues. And again, there's a lot of mental health issues to discuss um, if you don't have the funds to take care of it. So, in, you know, if I don't have the funds to take care of the workers and, you know, get those workers those proper um, equipment that they need, uh, the, the proper support that those patients need, um, you know, it's, it's going to be falling by the wayside. So, again, that's a, a fun funding and funding is an issue for a lot of our diseases um, is a concern. Hey, man, thank you for joining uh, for us. Right. Uh, this was actually telling. Right. The lack. And I, a lot of these facts I'm getting actually from uh, who, which is like the World Health Organization, especially dealing with mental health. The lack of mental health care integration with primary care. Now I say, and I talk about, I've talked about it on past episodes and four, where primary where primary care has gotten and has you know has gotten to this day and age where you know they're trying to get you in and out as soon as possible. Um, you know, five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen minutes, whatever that that time frame may be. A lot of times, uh, a lot of their patients aren't even getting to the point where they can even approach their physician and talk about like their mental health and when I, again when I talk about stress when I talk about anxiety all these other things like they're not even getting to that point because you know by the time they come to see them they got to pay a copay and you know they got like 10 different issues that they want to kind of get squeezed into that appointment uh, and mental health sometimes falls on the wayside so that's a big that's a big issue right um, trying to make a much more concerted effort uh, to one get primary care physicians like myself uh, to you know ask these questions and to get you know patients comfortable uh, with asking their doctors questions because I think a lot of times uh, a lot of questions I always get is um, and you know we're going to talk about all of the, the the excuses that people you know don't do um, don't get their mental health care in. Um, but you know a lot of times people don't even realize they can talk to them at their primary care physician they think their primary care physician is you know to take care of their back pain take care of the diabetes and they don't even really approach um, their, their doctor in that sense and I think a lot of that just has to do with the relationship um, to, you know to talk to open up and talk about mental health uh, with you know with a quote-unquote stranger which your doctor usually is um, especially in the beginning um, you know you really have to trust this person that one that this person is going to be uh, doing everything in your best interest and um, two that you're going to get a, a positive result out of it right uh, because you know contrary to properly not everybody wants to be on you know medications uh, for uh, you know anxiety medication for you know I got a lot of patients who like refuse like they, they're like no I'm not doing it I don't want to do it I don't care and you know that's that stops progress too and not saying that um, 
all uh, of these, these your better health issues need medication, but there's some there to do, right? You know, like I said, you know, there's not much talking in the world that's going to get a person um, who's possibly bipolar to be less bipolar, right? Um, there's not much talking in the world who's get a person who, you know, maybe hallucinated because they're schizophrenic. Uh, there's not that much counseling in the world that's going to change that, right? Sometimes you need medications. Same thing with depression. Same thing with anxiety, um, PTSD, like a lot of the substance abuse. All these are like men- all of these fall under the mental health, um, emotional instability, right? Like if you have like a very bad temperament, you know, you hear some people talk about like I have anger issues. You know, that's a mental health problem, right? Um, so uh, you know, a lot of that, you know, comes into play. Um, unfortunately, in the bad end, right? Like you, you know, you have a person that you know has anger issues, and um, unfortunately, they end up, uh, you know, getting in trouble from a legal standpoint or something even worse, right? Because of their anger issues um, uh, from that standpoint. So it's definitely something that you know we definitely have to kind of put it out there and open. We have to make talking about our mental health issues just as common as it is when you come to see your doctor for that antibiotic, right? You should be able to be as open when you say, "Hey, I got." Depression, just like you say, hey, I got this cough that I've been dealing with for like five days, right? Because um, once I think once we get to that barrier, once we get to that level of ease, um, you know, that's where you know progress become gets made, right? And I can tell you, especially like a personal story, right? We from uh, from a physician, right? As a physician, you know, we we do all this training to uh, discuss all of these diseases. We do all this training to be able to kind of handle all of this stress, right? But a lot of physicians really have trouble dealing with the amount of stress that their um, uh, their their patients bring to them. Right? A lot of physicians, um, not only they're they're dealing with the stress from uh, their own financial burdens, they're dealing you know loans out the wazoo these days. They're dealing with the stress of you know having to be perfect, and that's probably something I you know I think about, I probably been right about that um, sometime soon. Right, the the probably sometime this month I'm going to write about uh, the the chase of perfection. Right. New title. I'm just throwing it out there, uh, but and I'll talk about how like doctors, um, they own they own especially in this day and age where, you know, every time you turn on the TV, turn on the radio, someone is giving you a number to call to sue somebody else, right? So doctors understand that we've got one of the fewer jobs that few jobs right in the world that you have to be perfect 100% of the time or risk someone suing you because you're not 100 like so again like so imagine like imagine that right imagine like you go into a job knowing that if you make a mistake there's a possibility that one someone can get hurt someone can die and then two um you know three uh someone could turn around and sue you uh for it right so that's a lot of pressure right um so that's why they do the things they do and they order all the testing whatever like i said we'll talk about that um at a later time um so you know that's where we're kind of at now right and mental health you know, it's not like this is some, you know, random thing that only a few people get it. Like I've, I posted a couple of articles um, uh, recently and it talked about about one in five Americans. Right. And they, they, they really target Americans because in America, we we have a lot of like stress. Right. We, we put a lot of stress on ourselves for a lot of reasons, uh, but we put a lot of stress on ourselves. Right. Like one in five Americans. Right. In their lifetime will have some type of mental health issue. Right. Um, I, mean, I think what was the. Uh, oh, one in ten young people, right? This is my my my, my young kids, my teens, and everything, um, will suffer from depression, and uh, one in fifteen Americans will have like some type of severe, like serious mental illness, right? So this isn't like an an uncommon thing that you know you may run into, right? Like I said, I probably see, especially from a mental health standpoint in my office, um, I probably see maybe like twenty thirty percent 
20, 30% you has some mental issue one way or the other. Um, so that's a lot, right? So that's, you know, so it's, it's not like uh, this is like some figment of imagination. You got people who are really uh, struggling. Um, you got people who are really, um, you know, just um, for trying to really make it day by day. And, and, and there's no caveat on whether a person happens to be poor or rich, white or black, you know, there's stressors come in like different uh, ways and fashion, but you know, a lot of people are suffering from it, right? So this so this is why, you know, they do the things they do with like a, a month like this, right? Mental health month, right? Uh, because they want to make it um, known out there like, hey, like, you know, we're out here. Um, you know, we, we want to make it as a synonymous, like when you see Susan G. Coleman and you're thinking about breast cancer, kind of in that same um light where you know you, the the seriousness of it um is uh something that we have to we can't take for granted right uh recent numbers have about 800,000 people like a year committing suicide um due to uh some mental health issue one way or the other right 800,000 people um it's gotten so bad especially in the, from the physician standpoint i think the study was that one class size a year right one class size medical school class size a year and i'm not i forget what the number was cuz i went to nova so our class size was like 200. Um, so I'm not sure what it probably was in maybe like the low 100s, I'm assuming. Uh, but one class size a year commit suicide physicians. Right. So, again, these are people who did the rigors of, you know, wanted to be a doctor since they grew up, um, did the rigors of pre-medical school and they got to medical school. They were almost at that fit finish line. Uh, but. It's, it's something happened, like something, and this happened in between medical school and even physician. Something happened where uh, they just committed suicide, right? Like because they couldn't take no more, because the mental pressure in and of itself was too great for them. And I think that's where we really have to be very mindful of, right? We have to be very mindful that, that your mental health issue is can weigh on you just as much as you being a diabetic, just as much as you having bad back pain, just as much as you having, you know terrible high blood pressure like just as you much as you having those like diseases that we know and um think about all cancer like just as this we know about those we have to understand that the, the mental aspect of it is just um as severe it can be just as detrimental right so you know and that's and that's where we really have to um you know as a physician and as patients um together uh, we really have to kind of come together and you know make change um, in that positive direction, right? Um, I said I'm on, I'm on like lots of, I'm on a few social media outlets. I'm on Twitter and a couple other things, and I see all the time. I see all the time uh, people talking and people tweeting and you know people putting Facebook statuses up, and you, I could just tell that like, oh wow, this person suppressed. Like this, you know, this is this is nothing but like depression screaming out. This is a person who's anxious. This is a person who having substance abuse. Like you know, they're just and they're tweeting out like especially with social media in this day and age. Where, um, you know, unfortunately, people are taking like this Facebook Live thing, and you know, they're they're committing suicide on Facebook Live. They're committing heinous acts on Facebook Live because the the mental uh, aspect of it is so great. And a lot of times, um, those, some of those same people, you know, they go and they they try to get some help, especially towards the end. They try to get some help. You know, they tr they try to reach out to family members. They try to reach out to someone, and they just can't find it. They can't find that open um, hand willing to kind of assist them. So and so so what are the what are the things I always hear about? I always hear, well, it's too expensive, right? I don't want to see counseling. And I can tell you, like I'm in Palm Beach County, but like for the majority part, if you like Google your county, 
and you know uh, low-cost mental health services there's always some organization some nonprofit organization who has you know uh, doctors counselors you know licensed therapists there who are just waiting to like you know give their uh, gift of uh, teaching and counseling and they can't find any um, so I, I like especially in my office like first thing I say is like I don't care what your insurance is uh, here's a list of agencies in Palm Beach County that you can go to and talk to and some some of them, especially in Palm Beach County they, they'll even tell you if it's free or not they'll tell you low cost they'll, they'll break it down to what type of therapy services they provide so this is definitely something that um, and, and again again I, I know I'm, I'm biased because I'm in Palm Beach County uh, so I don't know of how every county is but like there's there's a definitely a lot of support out there if you start looking and we really have to start looking for it right um we really have to start really trying to be mindful of our friends we have to be mindful of our family members who we know just isn't like you know all the way there just isn't you know uh fully to the point where you want them to be like something's kind of off with them um and we have to cut some and understand. I think I talked about this. Those people aren't going to turn around and reach their hand out. Right. You sometimes have to go after them. You have to go after them and say, hey, is, is everything OK? Um, is everything all right? Is there something I can do for you? And majority of the time, the first couple of times they're going to say no. But if you keep showing that like, hey, I'm not going nowhere until you got, like tell me like what's wrong. Eventually, they'll want to talk to you. Right. And eventually, they'll you'll you'll get them to where you need them to be. And I think that's. That's where we have to get to now, right? We, if we don't, if we don't do anything, right? If we don't do anything, like I would, I would love that you know by the end of this month, end of this year, whatever, um, end of this video, um, you know, you you reach out and uh, you really start looking at your uh, fa friends and family members and um, uh, you know consoling them and you know letting them know that you can be the support that they want and you know really and especially if maybe I'm talking directly to you, right? Maybe you're. Uh, feeling a lot of pressure from work, a lot of pressure from school, a lot of pressure in your relationship. Um, maybe, maybe that's you, right? So, you know, maybe, maybe you need to get some help and you just don't know how. Um, that, I, and that's, you know, that's what plenty of people, again, I'm, that's what, uh, all, especially in this day and age from, from an online standpoint where you can just kind of Google and, you know, kind of get to where you get to. Like, yeah, I'm, again, I'm a fan of, I, I'm not an enemy of Dr. Google. I like Dr. Google, especially when it's used correctly. Um, and some of this is one of the perfect times to use it. Uh, when you need help, when you need assistance, um, you know, reach out and, you know, try to just, you know, find uh, some way to get some solace, right? Because again, 800,000 people a year dying um, because they couldn't get the help they need in time. Uh, it's too much. It just is, right? Um, depression um, is too much. Anxiety is too much, right? PTSD, too much. Bipolar, like all of these issues are too much. And uh, we have uh, too many support systems out there that are willing uh, to reach out and say, hey, um, I want to help you for us to try to ignore it. So, you know, that's, you know, that's my two cents for today. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. If you want to find out more about the episode, please go to www.lunchlearnpod.com. That's www.lunchlearnpod.com for the show notes and any links that may have been mentioned in today's episode. If you're interested in joining the Lunch Learn Pod community, head over to either the website lunchlearnpod.com or join us on Facebook and Twitter 
with the same username, LunchLearnPod. And again, you can find uh, all of these links on uh, the website. If you have any questions, any comments, or any requests for uh, topics to you know debut on the show, please let that be known. And don't forget to use uh, the hashtag LunchLearnPod when you're listening to the episode. Again, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to today's episode, and I'll see you next week.